Beyond Yacht Rock, Yacht or Yacht, Volume 79. We're doing nice. our duty. <laughs> I'd love to try 79 with a lady sometime. What a position that must be. Yeah, it, it involves another uh, uh, something. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It has to be a, Someday. a specialized lady. Mm-hmm. One-seventh of a woman. Okay, where was I? Episode... Volume 79 of Yacht and Yacht Beyond Yacht Rock Podcast. We're, we're doing our duty to humanity rating uh, songs on the Yachtsky scale to tell you if they're Yacht Rock songs or not. My name is J.D. Riznar. Hello, I'm Hollywood Steve. Dave. Hunter. We created the term Yacht Rock. We sure did. So we're the sole experts. We're going to rate these songs that you have written in on the Yachtsky scale. You valued listeners. Songs that get rated 100 to 50 are Yacht Rock songs. 49, anything below 50 is a Yacht Rock song. All right. Well, this one's written in by... Oh, how's everybody doing today, first of all, before... Yeah, pretty, Steve, pretty, you good? I, I, go. I, all right. All right, great. Work. Good, 89. Good I'm, having, I'm having a great day. This one's written in by Eric Perkins at Perkin Play via email over a year ago. He says, gents, stumbled across a tune from 1980... The other day, and has sensed it smoothness immediately. Upon further inspection, I realized Amy Holland's song, How Do I Survive, was certainly seaworthy. Classic woman of yacht. Went on to find the song was produced by Michael McDonald, and to raise the stakes even more, found out Holland is McDonald's spouse. So, does this Holland cruise? You guys get it? It's a cruise line? Listen, this guy. I don't really take cruises, so I didn't get it. Oh, they're fantastic. I've never They're taken inclusive. one. Maybe we should take one oh, together, wow. Steve. Uh, that sounds terrific. Yeah, we could team up with Yacht Rock Review on a Yacht Rock cruise and be pissed off the entire time. You can take like a three-day Mexican cruise for like 180 bucks. Oh, Mexican cruise means something else in Steve's language. Oh, okay. Um, listen, I just want to say, Eric Perkins at Marketplace. Why, Why well, does it mean that? The sexual. Because it means you uh, you get on a, a boat and go to Mexico. What did you think it was? Oh, I thought it was a sexual thing. Yeah. Oh. I apologize. Eric Perkins, one of my favorite fans. You know why? He's a, he's the sports anchor at Minneapolis Care 11 News, my favorite news station in the Twin Cities. That's the best one. Yeah. So they're the station that so the the station that scored the the call letters K A R E yes. is in Minneapolis. Exactly. Yeah, and here's the thing. That's a good when guess. you're when you're trying to distinguish the best uh, local news station in the Twin Cities. There's two cities. It's double. Yeah. So yeah. it's a much more difficult. Uh, what do you call that? Market. Market. It's a good market. They also that station also has an excellent metrosexual weatherman named Sven Sungard, Ooh. one of the most Twin Cities guys you'll ever see. Man, I'll tell you, I like this guy because he's named after one of my favorite casual dining spots from my childhood, Perkins. Oh. Sort of the uh, thinking man's Denny's. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I remember a lot of old people going there. Yeah. Oh yeah. My dad loves Perkins because yeah. there's he has Crohn's, so there's a very limited number of restaurants he can eat at on road trips. Perkins. So Perkins was like right a, up his alley. A staple. Mm-hmm. What did Perkins have that other restaurants didn't? It's just their, their tagline wasn't fried. Their tagline is Perkins, easy on the colon. Mm-hmm. So he just sort a lot of a lot it. of fiber in that Perkins. No, not very much. It just wasn't fried. Ah. That was about the criteria. 
Here's something I learned about this song recently, because I've always loved this song, and we covered it in Women of Yacht. Um, this is actually a cover song by a guy named Paul Bliss. I have a question real fast. Yes. Your hands up. You have a did question? We, did we not score the Women of Yacht? No, we no, haven't. Ah, okay. So this, that's what was confusing that's, me. Yeah, that's, done, that's one of the archival episodes that we got to go back and just like do all the songs. Hey, people, write in those songs from episode 20. So, They're, wow, Eric Perkins made yeah, quite so, the discovery so, then. So we don't have to put in the work. I Eric, knew there was an Amy Holland song. Eric I Perkins. swore it was this one. Eric Perkins has some good episodes to catch up on. <laughs> no, that Women of Yacht introduced me to Amy Holland. I didn't know who she was before that. Yeah, it was the purpose of the episode. Well, thank you for enlightening me. All right, the Paul Bliss song isn't as yachty as this. This song's been yachtified with Michael McDonald on background vocals and e-piano, Hadley Hockett-Smith on guitars. Uh, this is from her album, Amy Holland's self-titled debut album. Uh, did he say, yeah, Michael McDonald background vocals, there's other dudes. Uh, yeah, Lenny Castro, we said that. Lenny Castro, yeah, okay. How yachty is it, boys? It's pretty goddamn yachty. I gave it an 89. You gave it an 89? Oh, that was a real number? Yeah. Oh. Right off the bat. No suspense oh. hunter. Oh, that wasn't a bit. Oh, okay. 89. Mm. It's a good number. I don't want to put this into essential. There's a little too much disco in there. I'm just putting the. I'm, I'm putting that on you guys if it's going to go into essential. You know what? I'm going to give it 89.9. Really? Mm-hmm. God, I was, I was around... I was around 79.80. That's no problem. Uh, so let me go... You gotta let Gene speak through you. Yeah, I'm, I'm his vessel. Um, he is wearing a lot of Gene. Gene Yatsky, yeah. inventor of I the got, Yatsky scale. I got my double denim on today. Um, I am gonna go 79.5. Boy, that's pretty low. Getting... <laughs> Uh, I'm wacky it's, with the decimals. There's I think a lot of disco in there that's kind of pulling me out of it. And that's why. I don't think it's enough to pull me out of it. I, I, think it's like a, I think for me it's on the low end of essential. I'm giving it a 93. Good, good job, Steve. I don't think that that's a bad assessment. Dave's shocked face is a little shocking to me that he would be shocked by that number. Hold on, I want Dave to expand on his little do-do-do. I'll bet you do. Yeah. You're, you're the new anchor, Dave. I guess so. What do you hear now? Uh, it's a little it's a little too disco-y for well, me. Let's talk about what, what we like about it, too. I mean, we got the Michael McDonald background vocals, the Michael McDonald production. You, you, you yeah, but hear all it. this, all this like, uh, floof, floofy shit here. I think one thing that cuts it for me, and now that I know this is the fact, then it makes sense, is that it's a cover of a song that wasn't meant to be a Yacht Rock song. So they kind of a little bit right there. Are any of them meant to be yacht rock songs? Isn't it you put the right people involved and then they turn it into? Well, I don't think anybody was trying to make yacht rock because that term didn't exist until 2005. They're looking for a sound though, and the writer and the performer helps. You know, the original performer and the initial writer of the song. They make it easier, but it's all about the people doing the magic in the in the production booth and on those instruments. She just nails it in the vocals. Fully in the yacht, yacht pocket. I mean, this is one that could have been out. Great background vocals. I would have been. It's got Hadley Hawkinsmith on it, but he's completely buried, which is why I gave it an 89. But it's it's a catchy tune. What uh? What's yeah, a very it, the the mel the way the melody moves is very very yacht rock. Yeah, it's right up there. So what is our final score? It's a 87.85. Perfect. 
that's yacht. Next song written in by Yorn Raven via email. This is Toto's Pamela, and Yorn writes, Hey guys, greetings from Singapore. <laughs> Hello, Yorn. Excellent phonetics on hi guys. <laughs> you sounded like a just like a dumb Midwesterner. I think my Singapore accent was on fleek. Oh yeah, you you, you must have watched Crazy Rich Asians and picked it up from the dialogue. You know, in that I've, movie. I've, I've never seen it, but it just must be that that. Uh, it's just it's out there. It's in yeah, the it's uh, in the ether. Yeah. Everybody's probably doing uh, Singapore accents. I don't realize it. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the new Moab, or mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the the new Swedish chef. Uh, this is from Toto's 1988 album, the seventh one. Joseph Williams on vocals here. Why are we, why are we doing this one, people? Sometimes, Dave, hmm? you just gotta let your jokes hang there for the people out there. Yeah. No, I, I get it. On. I get it. Oh, but that's some of my favorite things. People don't get to enjoy that at home when Dave gets really disappointed that his jokes don't <laughs> yeah, land. So what, what he's just very happened? animated about yeah. it. He just <laughs> Dave just dropped that Swedish chef line, and I moved on, and yeah. Dave was just huffing. Yeah. No, I, I looked at shrugging it. a no, lot of hands I, on hips. I looked hips a lot. I looked at yeah, and it's not like my thumbs are on my back. My thumbs are in front when my hands are on my hips. And I, I look to Hunter, because Hunter's usually the one that gives me like that little that little nod that I so crave. Well, the thing was, is what, what was going on in my head then was I was, uh, I was gonna try a joke that was played on uh, Singapore. Uh, that accent was singer rich, or singer great, not mm-hmm. poor. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, nah, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. And then I looked over at Dave and I realized I must have missed some magic because he was huffing and puffing over there. <laughs> I don't think you missed magic. See, see that's what was going on in my well, head. I'm the, sorry, the, Dave. The joke is <laughs> I was trying to, I was the Swedish chef was never cool. Oh. What? Don't you know don't explain it any further. We move on for a reason. Wait, hold on. I, I didn't catch the joke. Dave laid on me again. I don't think I remember it now. You gotta listen to it, Hunter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta have to listen to your own podcast for once. The joke, the joke was. Oh, thank you, Steve. I don't know. I don't. I don't get why the joke was. I don't get the point of the joke. I, I'm so bored with this now. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what I said, Steve. Well, you got. A I, lot need of to, I need to talk. Really to, I need to talk to music expert Steve Huey about music right now, guys. Hey, what's up? Now this is a kind of late era. And I'm feeling there's something about it I like for Yacht Rock, but I also am, am bothered by it. Maybe it's because it's starting to get into some weird adult contemporary power ballad vibe. Ooh, I think I think it swings too much to be adult contemporary power ballad. Yeah, like it hasn't, but it hasn't gone into that like like oversimplified kind of Diane Warren or late period David Foster sound yet. But what it is giving you is some Chicago horns. And it's also giving you that uh, that late '80s, early '90s softcore uh, porn saxophone, yeah, keyboard yeah. saxophone. Yeah, S- Steve, we were actually talking about this very thing off mic before everybody else was here. This is like when Toto and all these artists started getting into this. Not exactly. What is it? AOC? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, Alexandria you know, Casio Cortez. Yeah, she's music. Great. Oh yeah, she's yeah. wonderful congressperson. Yeah, AC Adult Contemporary. That's it. That's AOR. 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 That's but that's not what you mean. No, I meant Alexandria Casio Ramirez, who never made it further than <laughs> city council person in yeah, yeah. totally different politician. Yeah, in Montauk, New York. Yeah. 
this is when bands also, like Toto or Loggins, like late 80s, their sound was definitely changing. And there's hints of Yacht in here. Absolutely, that guitar solo was fucking tight. Well, it's a well, little, little, little post-Yacht. Yeah, like, it was kind of too sweet for Yacht Rock. Um, the guitar solo? Yeah, you thought so? Yeah, it was sweet. It was like well, hair metal sweet. They don't have Jeff anymore. Yeah, they do. Oh, he died in 92. This oh, is 88. Yeah. He, well, he's not. He's yeah, he not, was still there. I mean, he's well, I'm saying he's, he's not. He's to the fucking gills. He did do a very but, good job. Because, listen, it's just all. Yeah. Tone it down, Jeff. Back, quit it's all backbeat. A, quit being a dork. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck in those glasses. All right. Um, 45. It's too. It's 88. I, I can hear how late it is. In the, now, that guitar solo was too sweet. That's what the. This is the guitar solo. That one's pretty cool. It's sweet. It's too sweet for Yacht Rock. He's yeah. letting himself shred a little bit now that it's 88. Yeah, he was, a, he was a hair a metal there. dude at the time. You see him at the time, he's got his hair hairspray and a gigantic hairdo, and he's got earrings, and he's totally sweet. Yeah, that's kind of how he looks now, except he has a dyed goatee. Yeah. He still it, looks sweet. These yeah. guys are, are an arena band playing for jazz heads. Yeah. This is like... It's like this is the rock. They're the rocking group on the on the wave. Uh, Are they summer. saying Canada? Probably. Pamela, she's oh. my girlfriend in Canada. Canada, yeah. yeah. Uh, have, that's why you haven't met her. <laughs> Forty forty nine. I want to put this on the boat by a little bit. I'm going to give it a fifty four. I was flirting with that. I'm glad you didn't because well, I took her home. Boat, I'm going to be upset. Good joke, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> I landed a joke, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about my score. I'm giving it a 42. There's just a whole lot I don't like, but it's not. Yeah. It's got a lot of uh, too much too much of the bad Chicago on this. Yeah, it's kind of like just a weird eclectic, like like decoupage kind of. Prague. Everybody gets their everybody gets their uh, time to noodle on yeah. their instrument too, yeah. except for Jeff. It's not tight. Do you say decoupage? Yeah. Isn't that when you keep putting? Yeah, this is the musical equivalent. Okay. Of make of putting a bunch of magazine clipping pictures on a table and, and pasting it. And just it. keep putting like. Yeah. Yeah. That's what oh. I meant. All right. Thank you uh, for walking 40, me through Forty-seven point five. That is Nyat Yacht Rock. Derek Martinez via email. This is Dave Rayner. Leave me alone tonight. This is, this is one of my bone throws from Steve's Token Wokens episode. Uh, I'll let you see how on the boat it is. I remember that there's no personnel. He just did a nice job mimicking the yacht sound. He's a Seattle guy. Pacific Northwest kind of Washington kind of guy. Did that, sure. Did I just hear a whistle at the top of this? Yeah. yeah. Taking us down to Rio? <laughs> Sweet disco whistle. Uh, yeah. little, little Peter Allen. Rain or shine. Yeah, listen to how he's singing, though. He's he's trying really hard. Well, he's from Seattle. He's got... I mean, that's he's where the Yarrow... Yeah, that's where uh, Loggins is from. Answer Mix-A-Lot. Both. Both. This is a very interesting McWonald performance he doesn't quite understand what makes McDonald's sound like he sounds but he's doing what he thinks he has to do this is a McDonald's song for 
uh, about 7.30 p.m. Yeah, this is for the sitcom audience. Yeah, and, but, <laughs> but early, like not, not yeah. quite 8 o'clock. Like, like uh, first, uh, Leave Me Alone Tonight starring Dave Rayner, followed by Mama's Family. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you want to ease in to the, uh, the, uh, the, the scathing wit. It's syndicated. Yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely syndicated. Right after Charles in Charge, mm-hmm. perhaps. The instrumentation is really good. And if somebody goes, hey, play me a Yacht Rock song that maybe isn't quite essential, but it's kind of there, I'd play this one. So Give it a 81. Why do you look so surprised? I You're probably going to give it a 75. I think that's high. Do you think two buddies uh, on a boat could be having a wacky time listening to yeah, this song? Yeah, that's uh, before, before they. Uh, that's the uh, whole plot of Simon and Simon, <laughs> right? Didn't they live on a boat? No. Am I th- thinking of Hardcastle McCormick? Uh, no, I think you're thinking of Seaside Six. Maybe. Hardcastle and McCormick. Who had the robot? Yeah. That may have been Hardcastle. I think Hardcastle and McCormick was at the... No, that was the fancy Dick car Clark. called the Coyote and the guy that Dick looked Clark like uh, Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> this is the theme to a... a it's a sitcom That's called Leave Me Alone Tonight about two roommates who have bunk beds and they're both sexually active with various women. Or they're both chronic masturbators. <laughs> that too. So it's just like, leave me alone tonight. A bunk bed, bunk beds in their water beds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rain or shine. Yeah. Always poking holes Ooh. in those water beds every episode ends. Yeah. I'm, pro- I'm going to go 75. <laughs> <laughs> Dave gave me the Mimo shocked face when I gave 81. He goes six under. Oh, leave me alone tonight. Yeah. It's got that Christopher Cross. No, this is, this is higher than 75. I'm going to go higher than. I'm going to go 83. <laughs> such a fucking weirdo. He was so surprised. I gave it 81. And then he goes, that's a little high. Yeah. Next thing you know, yeah. Yeah. he's on I'm, the top bunk. I'm up there with you. Yep. <laughs> Try not to jiggle. <laughs> Leave me alone tonight. Uh, I'm going to give this... Um, Give it a, I'm gonna give it a nice, healthy 78. I didn't want to give it quite 80s, only because of that uh, the keyboard, the like constant um, pressing on the chords on the keyboard throughout the entire. Yeah, it's you know, something the, like a southern rock thing. The, the thing, the thing bringing it down for me is like I wish the band had more chops. Yeah, like the, the these session guys are yeah, not like top of the line. It's very of, it's very basic. Yeah, uh, so that's I'm gonna I'm gonna put it around to 76. But that disco whistle guy nailed it. He's a he's the best you can get. Oh yeah, yeah top tier session guy. <laughs> there yeah. he is. Yeah, I think I think DJ Alligator Project used him on the song "Blow My Whistle, Bitch." Mm. He, uh, Steve knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I'm he pretty sure parties all the time. I'm pretty yeah. sure that guy roller skated right by the microphone and blew that whistle, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then went right out, right back. Just out kept on being him. Yep. What's our number? Uh, 79.5. This next song this brought good already. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's for our old friend Jeremy Cargill. Oh, good old Jeremy. 
Diana Ross Let's Go Up from the 1983 Bonanza Ross album. It's not called Bonanza Ross. It's it, The album's called Ross, and Ross. it has Bonanza Yacht Rock person yep. on Jeremy says, uh, hey, Propulsive, Seductive, Jeffrey Jeff Acaro Bounce, arranged by, hey, Keith, that was Jerry, hey, Keith by Filling Gaines, since courtesy of Page and Brothers Steve Picaro, Bonanza, and don't forget the totalized chorus and lightly full-tinged lovelorn but hopeful lyrics. Bonus is a co-write by cult hero Peter Ivers. D- dare I say essential? Hmm. Who the fuck is Peter Ivers? He's a cult hero. All right, all right, Cargill, take a got, take a got, breath. He's got a cult, and uh, he's a hero. I have a oh oh, I figured it out. He scored an eraser head, so that's what, that's oh, weird. Okay, okay. I have a terrible Ross album story. Yeah, it was my only yacht rock album that I bought that was still sealed, mm-hmm. and uh, I shipped all my yacht rock albums up to my cabin. So. If, Good luck if you if you find it on Airbnb. You can stay there and listen to my yacht rock collection. Ooh, there's, there's a link on my Instagram. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah, for the longest time that thing stayed sealed. So finally, I went, no more. I'm gonna unseal this and put it on the record player. So the next person who comes here, they can just press play. And I think they played it. Oh, and probably man. now this is just all over my this is my cabin. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's shooting porn in your cabin. Um, it's it's actually interesting that Hunter would leave an album sealed because Hunter has a fear of shrink wrap on albums. Yeah, I you know you have to. Well, no, it's proven. The thing was warped, by the way, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you leave your shrink wrap on your albums, you got to take it off because it'll it the, continues to shrink. Yeah, it continues to shrink as it ages, and it warp hate, your records. Oh, I hate shrink wrap. I take it all the way off. If I buy an album that has shrink wrap on it, take the rest of it off. I, t- I get rid of the sleeves inside if there's nothing written on the sleeves. I don't like the covers. I just <laughs> throw them right in the trash. I I, break, I just have a big stack. I break the vinyl over my knee and put the album on Spotify, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I then I download it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the only reason I did that is because I wanted to see who which guest was going to play Ross. Because I knew to double check the the, sh- <laughs> the sheets. Yeah. And uh, nobody played it. So hmm. I, I just ma- I had to I made somebody. And guess what? They got engaged. Oh, nice. At your cabin? Yeah. Did they leave you a note? Yeah. That's how I know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're peeking in the windows. I don't know what you do when I'm not around. But, uh, yeah. This is kind of shuffly. It's kind of... Is it new-wop a little bit? What is that sound? Is it a photon? Well, it's Diana Ross, so there's probably a little bit in there. But it's... Yeah. Uh, this is just kind of a... This is a this is a bounce I've heard before. Uh, I can't put my finger on it. It's not an Algeros bounce. So it's very Graydon-esque. Oh, man. It's like... Uh, I feel like I've seen this in a cartoon. <laughs> was it the the one with Paula Abdul and the, the rapping cat? MC Scat Cat? No, you know what this sounds like? Hmm. I think this... Does this sound like the beginning of Grease? This is a very Jay Graydon Al Jarreau-esque kind of... I am going to... I'll start... Anybody else want to start the scoring? I'll start it. I'll give this 
a, uh, I'm gonna give this a nice 75. That's about where I am. I that it, because it's it's solid yacht, but there isn't anything pulling me up or down yeah, from it. 76. I'll stay with 75. I think that's a perfect number. I'll give it a 74. Oh what, God! What, what is <laughs> what does that come out to? Dave, what did you give it again? I gave it a 75. You okay. dumb dick. Well, it's because you, you're throwing numbers out, and they're all close. <laughs> it all comes to 75. Um, 75. That's Yacht Rock. Here's a good one to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is a good one. This is interesting. Written in by Dude McCann via email. This is Kenny Loggins, I Believe in Love, from 1977, Celebrate Me Home. Got a guy named Ralph McDonald on tambourine, a guy named John Clark on the recorder consort, and the Sopranino recorder solo. <laughs> uh, this is like when the elves do acid. <laughs> Bob James on keyboards, Hugh McCracken on acoustic guitar, and Lee Rittenauer on electric guitar. This song is a disco jam. I love this song so much. Yeah, it's killing me that what that song, that last song was. I'm trying to squeeze my head to pop it out. It's hard now. It's, it's weird that they got Hugh McCracken, but not Philip Jass. <laughs> See what I did there? Yep. <laughs> Takes you a second. No, I got it. It only took a second. Uh, what? Trying to figure out. If, oh, what, I mean, what? it's logins. He gets to write his own rules. It's smooth enough. <coughs> this is this is the this might be the song that made it okay for a little uh, disco and yacht rock. Yeah, really. yeah. Because he's 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 working with these guys, and it should be honestly. Well, this is pretty early, but this album should be a little yachtier. But he. Uh, yeah, by seventy-seven. They're still developing the sound. Yeah. And I'll say something else that's really great about Loggins that I really love is he's uh, he's really he's a real sonic experimenter. There's a lot of like very interesting sounds going on in here. If you break down a '70s, a late '70s Loggins song, it's uh, really cool stuff going on there. Like you could you could drop some psychedelic drugs and separate the sound in your mind and really go on a trip with old Loggins. Yeah, these, and these I, are the and kind I of really like solos that you hear on a, a track that's maybe trying to conjure up the devil, too. <laughs> the same kind of flute. There's there's a lot of hippie shit in here and acoustic guitar. It's not there's, driven by acoustic guitar. No, it's though. not, but there's still like a, a touch of that Laurel Canyon. I mean, yeah, those are his roots. So yeah, that, that hippie shit. He's, he's, he's pushing beyond his roots right here. It's like a guy from Laurel Canyon visits New York City and goes, where do we go for a good time? Maybe get some grass and chill out. And then his friend takes him to Studio 54. Oh, this isn't a Studio 54 song. This is like they're, they're fucking doing shrooms in Central Park. Uh, I've got the number 54 in my head. <laughs> Gene Yatsky works in mysterious ways. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I, you know, I like I like a spirit of bold experimentation in in, in in my yacht rock. Sometimes I don't think it necessarily has to always follow a formula if it's aiming at the right place. I feel like this is aiming at the right place, and maybe it doesn't get there in a way that we're used to. But it's. Uh, I mean, it's 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 solid enough. It's, I think it's solid enough. I'll give it a sixty-eight. Um, I'm giving it a forty-nine. Huh. I get it. Just not. It's not making the boat for you, huh? Not not. I mean, it's gonna make the boat, but for yeah. me, it's uh. There's. There's no of uh, Bob James on this, or like that. That uh, that jazz. It's in there. It's been the background. There's an E piano noodling around in this song. I mean, this is very close to Loggins's previous stuff. Yeah. Without the Spanish guitar. Yeah. Um. I mean, Loggins, his voice alone makes it pretty smooth. But overall, I just need one. I need one thing from one. Yachty thing besides Loggins, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just not getting it enough, so I'm giving it a 49. Fair enough. And it's a 58.25. That's yacht rock. Now I cannot thank Mary Dixon enough for sending this song in our direction. This is Joni Mitchell with Micah McDonald, a song what? called Good Friends. I have never heard of this song. And Mary says, Thanks, your podcast kept us entertained while driving to the Total Eclipse location from Ann Arbor, Michigan to Northern Tennessee. And on the way back, stuck in traffic for six hours. At least we could pretend we were on a boat. Next eclipse for sure. Across the It crosses the mighty lake Erie. Oh, good lake. <laughs> um, listen, I've been listening to this song nonstop since it first came to my attention. Listen to that. It's such a weird song. I love weird mid-80s Joni Mitchell. She has maybe two, three albums that are just fucking weird, but like still really somehow catchy and infectious. And this is one of those albums. What year was this? It's like 85-ish. Listen to the the guitars and the production on this. I mean, this kind of sounds like... Like it could be on a Toto album. It's Mike Landau of Maxis on guitar. I'm digging this. Yeah. I almost don't want to even rate it. I want to put it in a little frame <laughs> on the boat in a frame, a special frame. This is when the when those drums started. This just is all backbeat in the mid '80s, yeah. <laughs> and it's. Stop, get got rid of that. You heard the same. This is the same drumming that was on that Toto song. That, and that echoey guitar, like the production, sounds like it's uh, yeah, it's almost like, like it's aiming for a movie soundtrack of yeah, some it's, sort. It's almost thriller-esque. That guitar sound, kinda. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know what he's talking about. Me neither, but I kind of get it a little bit. This, okay, this is from her album "Dog Eat Dog." It's called. Um, from 1985. There's there's a song in there I also can't get enough of called The Three Great Stimulants. It's so weird. It's so... <laughs> what are they? Is it, 
they're weird. Caffeine? No, no. Okay. It's like it's like concepts. It's like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Caffeine, cocaine, and nicotine. That's what you would think. Amphetamines. Speed has to be in there else. somewhere. Mm. And you know that she's got another song called "Chalk Marks in a Rainstorm," another album that's got a song called um, um, "Dancing Clown," which we've covered on this podcast oh, yeah, yeah, way, way yeah. earlier. But she has another. She's a, a duet with Willie Nelson that's a cover of uh, the song "Cool Water." That I thought. Oh, yeah. I thought it was an original, and then I watched the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and that guy's singing "Cool Water in the Desert." Yeah, it was yeah. an old Sons of the Pioneers song. Very cool. 80s Joni Mitchell, man. I cannot get enough. It is mind-blowing music. But is it Yacht Rock? I don't think so. Man. Is it? No. And, Hunter, for your information, I was referring to the guitar tone. Man. No, I think it was for all of our information and for the people at home. You're the one that called it out. No. Well, I just spoke what was on their faces also. Spoke what was on their faces? Yeah, which was disgust and confusion. Hmm. I didn't quite perceive the connection, so I just... See? I don't know. Let that one go. You tilted your head and crossed your eyes? That, that was disgusted confusion. Okay, Yacht Rock Plus is Michael McDonald in the background. A pretty cool, gentle, jazzy sound. Uh, some r- electric guitars. All this is good, but it's kind of like you can bake a cake. You can put the flour and the sugar and the eggs and the butter in there, but if you spread them out all over the table and put a blowtorch to them, you're not going to get a cake. If you accidentally drop a pube in the batter. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of what the kind of what '85 did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pube in the batter of musical years. Of oh, yeah, rock years. Uh, uh, there's uh, this is when they started simplifying the uh, the synth sounds instead of having yeah. a fun lindrum in the background that was programmed to access. And there's there's like the um, the sort of starship. Vibe. Yeah, it's like it's like art starship. Yeah, I'm, I can get on board with that. I don't I don't see any disgust or confusion on that description. I've Thanks, got, Hunter. I appreciate your uh, your support. I've got the three great stimulants. If anyone's interested. Oh, the, yeah, what are they? In a very artsy list. Yes. Artifice, brutality, and innocence. Hmm. Hmm. Nah. Let that sink in. <laughs> I've had better. And then yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put this song in the book. I'm gonna give it a 51. Good job, JD. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what old uh, Thriller Dave over there is gonna thrill us with a score. Let's see what it is. I don't know yet. All right. I think this is I a think tough for one. Me, for me, the production is taking me out of it. Like it's. Yeah, the production is very... That's the, the starship horseshit I was talking about. Yeah. It's, like, this could be on Mannequin. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a 46. Andy Warhol's Mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> I have a better idea for this movie. Why don't we put a my, way different movie. I've why don't we put movies. my name in front of it? 
Andy Warhol's mannequin is. I'm going to film a mannequin for eight hours. <laughs> I wish I could remember the dude, uh, Paul Morrissey. Was, was that, what was the name of the guy that? Warfield? No, no, no. The, the guy who we put in his movies and was naked all the time. Christo. Crisco? Yeah. Around four hours in. Kim Cattrall will be in my film. She'll walk in and change the scarf on the mannequin. And all of New York bent over backwards to kiss his ass. Um, he did change the way they... You know what? I saw some fucking Andy Warhol shit. Paul Morrissey. I was right. I saw some stuff that him or some other of his peers did in the early 70s, and it's like what the 80s looked like. Oh, no, absolutely. It's incredible. I remember going to, uh, I think it was in Toronto, like when I was maybe in sixth or seventh grade, and the most exciting painting in the art, there were two things that stood out to me. One was they did a daily sculpture of meat, and they had to replace it every day because it was rotting, Mm -hmm. and there were protesters outside because it was such a waste of food. I remember that, and I remember the Andy Warhol stuff. Yeah. Because it's, it's just so striking. Yeah. I'd kiss his ass. Yeah, I wasn't bagging on New York. I like New York. I wish he was, he wish he was a nice guy. He probably wasn't very nice. I'd probably go, hey, I love your paintings. And he'd be like, where's yeah. the interesting art person in the room I can talk to? What? Wait, what are you guys still talking about? Andy Warhol. Andy what Warhol? would it be like to meet you guys, him? You guys are mad about being imaginarily rejected by Andy Warhol? <laughs> yeah, there's yeah a, Steve. There's a great video. You can look this up. It's uh, it's when him eating a Burger King. Uh, no, burger? It's, it's when the uh, Hulkamania was running wild um, on MTV with uh, Cindy Lauper, mm-hmm. and they did they, they did good, the good word choice there. I really enjoyed that uh, when they were they did uh, uh, what was it the the, the score to settle the the war to settle the score, and there was one more. And uh, one of them, Andy Warhol, was there to watch it because there was this weird art and music combined with wrestling. Mm-hmm. And they interview him at the end, and they're like, Andy, how did you feel about that? And he's like, oh, it's great. It was the best thing I've ever seen. I've never seen anything great, like, greater than that in my life. I had an amazing time. <laughs> and then the look on his face of just shock in the back, in the in the room with all the wrestlers. Yeah, he was like, oh, this is what excitement feels like. This is what people in experiencing like actual physical, like animal pleasure feel looks like. And See, I like. always felt like Andy Warhol was the guy that, like, if he's cheering or booing, you couldn't tell the difference. Like, if he really likes something, he's like, yay. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't like something, he's like, boo. No, I think he liked anything that roused human emotion. He was, it's, this is amazing. This is, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> now, who, who still has to rate this song? I do, and I'm going to go 49. And I uh, I do too, and uh, I give it a 47. I don't think I said my score. And it's a uh, 48.25. You're naive! That is Nyat Yacht Rock. So hard to turn that song off. Home 
send your Yacht or Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock. Hashtag Yacht or Yacht. That hashtag is required. We will lose track of your request otherwise. Go to yachtornyacht.com to look at the Yachtsky scale. Thanks to webmeister Patrick Kology at Handglops. Find the certified Yacht Spotify playlist by following J.D. Riznar on Spotify. Archived by Samuel J. Hill at S. Hill The Voice. The playlist is also archived on YouTube by Matt Byrne. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoint for updates. Follow me on Yacht Rock on Instagram, like Yacht Rock on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes. Go to YachtRock.com for a very useful experience. Theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defender. Thanks to producer Matt Russo. Okay, what's the song? Is Love's Like a Wheel? Love's Like a Wheel. Wait, you want me to play it? No, do you know that song? No. Isn't it Mark Jordan? Ah, that's what the Diana Ross song sounded like. It took me forever to... Love like a wheel. Are you thinking of the band Catherine Wheel? No. Love like a wheel? Love like a wheel. Is that Mark Jordan? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Let's play it. Let's listen. Let's listen. You go, just go, go into it. Yeah. Kind of. Maybe. I don't remember the other one. Anyway, it's a mystery. Hunter's going to keep working on this. We'll see no, no, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh. Okay, now play the Diana Ross one. The middle of the Diana Ross one. Wait, listen to the... Okay. Okay, now go to the Diana Ross one. Wait, go into it. Further into it. This is the slow part. cousins all right good night everyone it's a good show